0: That we're...
1: Um, this probably takes sort of between half an hour, 45 minutes, but however long it is. We, when we do a podcast, we like to leave it natural. We leave it, it as will. a natural bit, but we won't be here for two hours or anything. Don't okay, worry about no that. Um Before we go into the show, uh, I want to say uh, thank you to our sponsors who are sponsoring us this month, uh, and that's Gin Different. Um, if you like your gin or if you don't, if you want to try something different, make sure you check out their bar in the market hall. Um, it's a great place if you if you need that bottle of gin you can't quite get in Asda or Tesco or anywhere else they'll get it for you and you might see them, pop them up, popping up around uh, festivals and things they like to go around with their pop up uh, bars and stuff so thank you to Gin Different check them out on Facebook give them a follow um, Quickly, uh, shout-outs for the last show. I want to say thank you to Paul Kirkbrite from the university. He came in, talked to us about the Darwin Festival. That was really cool. I know the guy can talk, but it was a great interview. It was a really great interview. And uh, also say, you know so well done to Didi. Dee's a new member of our team. She came in, she sat with us, and she did really well. And she's going to be a new member of our team. So well done, Dee, and welcome to the team. Now, today I'm sat here with Claire from... Um, Peaks Elite Travel Elite. I always get the wrong way around Elite Travel, Peaks Elite Travel. Know, travel it elite, sounds travel. very sexy,
0: doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it does. mm-hmm. Let's find out a bit about you. Are you from Shrewsbury originally? Are you Shrewsbury born and bred? I am. You yes, are. Shrewsbury's oh, yeah.
0: my hometown. Um, yeah. Born and bred here. So, been super lucky over the years to have some amazing travels. Yeah. Um, It's always so lovely to come home here though, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. I mean, we we talk to to locals, we talk to people that moved into town, people that move away and come back. This place just seems to have a magic spell. You know, I love it. uh, Absolutely.
0: We have, of course, a lot of the operators, tour operator-wise, that I deal with are based in London. Yeah. So generally, when I discuss where we're based, they've sometimes, often, in fact, never heard of us. Yeah. So um, we always joke, running joke in our office that actually Shrewsbury is the the new centre of the universe. (laughs) And that actually, you know, when people leave, they're like, wow, you're right, it's such a great place. It
1: just sucks you back in, doesn't it? It yeah. draws, something about the place, I don't know. I mean, I've only been here since 2017, and uh, I, I just, I don't know, life hasn't been any better, honestly. I've loved it here. So, um, yeah, with Shrewsbury, um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, It's just <laughs> got out of my head. <laughs> Peaks Travel Okay, let's talk a bit about the, the history of this place because it's quite fascinating. Um, I've had Ron Morgan on the show before.
0: Oh, have you? I've not no. heard that. No, Ron's yeah, a really yeah. good, great friend of mine. And actually, my, um, uh, you know, such a brilliant ambassador, he was the first guy I worked for. Yeah. And uh, we're still... In touch.
1: He's such a nice guy. Such a brilliant such guy. A, he's such a generous guy. I know he's not very well at the moment. No. So God, God bless you, Ross. God bless and, and
0: Much love from us.
1: But he still chats to me and he still sends me things. And I I, I didn't realise how early he was. And I was kind of like, I'm on the show. And he's like, um, I can't. Mm. <laughs> so, no, absolutely.
0: And an accomplished author now as well.
1: Uh, yeah, his book is fantastic as well. If anybody hasn't... Uh, um, it. make sure you pick up a copy of don't bring me flowers it's really 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 good amazing um, it's really good and uh, so how did you work so you say what you worked for ron when it was Ron's... i
0: did yeah so my history is i went to shrewsbury college yeah did what was called a b-tech back in those days uh, left college did the the day of my last exam actually um went to see ron and uh, he took me on. That was a Friday, and I started on the Saturday. Wow! I know. So uh, how was that
1: for you? Was that like uh, for being thrown in the deep end? Was it busy totally, day for you?
0: Totally thrown in at the deep end. Um, but you know, fair play to Ron. I've, I will, you know, have much love and respect for him. He's the guy that gave me a chance.
1: Yeah, he, um, he knows his stuff as well. He
0: does. He's a smart guy.
1: He really is. I remember I, I pointed. I live in Bellevue, and uh, I pointed a building out, and he was like, "What's that?" And he's like, "It's an old MOD building." And I was just like, straight
0: on. I know, but pop, he used to do tours of the town yeah, yeah. and all sorts, he's uh, yeah. multi-talented.
1: We had uh, Stan Sedman on as well, and him and Ron are like, they go back, they go back, man. They of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you when you get thrust into that kind of environment, what's it like for a young person to be thrown into it? It's quite demanding, I imagine. People demand their holidays, they want them right for you, and you've got to get it right, I guess.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, to, to start out now with no experience, well, just not any job, but particularly generally people work 50 years 50 weeks a year yeah often for a two-week holiday so it, yeah. there's a lot of pressure around that there,
1: there is um I, I mean i've been there before we went to um we went to morocco a while ago and uh, we got to uh, we got to the place and they give us a really bad room really bad room oh, no. <laughs> and it was they were doing it to everyone uh, mainly all the British customer, you know mm. the, the French were getting really nice rooms and stuff but it's Morocco
0: for you. I know but honestly sometimes that's to do with the tour operator that you're booking yeah, with and that's down to us guys to steer you in the right direction mm. sometimes, well often, the cheapest option, you're going to get potentially a, a negative room within the category yeah. there are lots of operators that got great relationships with individual hotels yeah. and because of that you then get the best room in category so ah. that's where that's, we come in
1: that's quite cool um and i i guess over the years you've learned all the tricks and the you know the, the best ways to get the best holidays for people i mean
0: yeah well i've done it for a long time but we always say in the office every day is a school day yeah. you know the world's changing different it hotels is. different trends
1: and i was going to ask you and i'll ask you about it now like how do you deal with like a worldwide panic and i've written examples of worldwide panic like giant volcanoes in Iceland mm-hmm. uh, world cups and uh, olympics and things and what have you airline closures tour operator closures and <laughs> natural disaster. how do you deal with things like that because it must be panic it must
0: It be. is panic and i like, well, from a consumer perspective yeah. huge amount of panic we sadly it's quite a well trodden route now these used to be things that maybe happen once twice a year yeah. but if I, you know just go back to 2020 there was at least one disaster of varying levels each month yeah so we um, have a, a crisis plan. Okay. Luckily, we work really closely with the tour operators that we do. So um, we take advice from Abta, advice from ATO, which is an association we work really closely with. And we are then able to get the news to our customers much more quickly than they would otherwise. The news often... Unfortunately it doesn't help no. because it's sensationalized, and there's yeah, x, so y and Z going panic, on panic panic totally yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes I mean of course sometimes it is true, but often it's not really a true reflection yeah
1: uh, how was the Thomas Cook thing for you guys? Was that a nightmare or was that really yeah. bad or did you deal with it at the That's typical uh, <laughs> <laughs> How did you deal with the thomas Cook thing? was it was, yeah
0: uh, yeah, massive challenge, and, you know, a, a, an institution within travel, so it was kind yeah, of unprecedented yeah. times for all of us.
1: I felt so bad for all the workers, all the workers, because we've traveled mm. with Thomas Cook before, they've been great.
0: Yeah, and yeah. as a tour operator, we dealt with them, so, you know, we are totally independent, family-run, but actually, sometimes, Thomas Cook were the best option for right. our customers on certain occasions. We
1: would booked with Thomas Cook as well, we had to get our money back. And, okay, um, have you sa- had that now? Yeah, we've Good. had it now, and yeah. we're, we're going to, um, I think it's Grand Canaries next year i can't remember the wife that. still really the boss but, yeah um and uh, the same hotel that we were going to go to um we looked at it after thomas cook had folded and it was like f- like 45 grand a night or something because it had no I know. no 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 i was like oh wow that's how yeah. bad it is
0: and just that ripple effect within the travel industry has been huge there I have imagine. been particularly tour operators that we deal with within our long-haul travels that buy in Thomas Cook flights, so so Thomas Cook isn't the tour operator to the consumer, but they're using the long-haul flying program, and the kind of impact and the cost implications that's been pushed onto those tour operators, Mm. I mean, amazing, the consumer protection worked, everybody that had paid out money should have had that back by now. Yeah. or there should be an ongoing situation because of it.
1: I mean, if you think about it, I mean, so they've got their own planes, so the airports are missing the rent, the airline mm-hmm. rent, uh, the hotels that rely on a lot of the, the customers from Thomas Cook, and that sex part of town is losing all that income from all the, the shoppers and things. So, yeah, the, the, it's massive.
0: Yeah, massive. it is huge amount. And, you know, we a lot of my team actually originated their, their career within Thomas Cook. Um, yeah. We have... Um, a Bit of a win for us. We have at the lovely Tor now, who's part of our team, who's come from Thomas Cook. Of yeah. course, that's now Hayes, um, which is great. Those girls have a job, but at one point, um, nobody it was really. Re- rocky. Yeah, it was really rocky for them all.
1: Especially coming up to, you know, with Christmas and yeah. whatever, it must have been terrible. Yeah, shocking timing. Yeah, so talking about. Um, uh, you know, sort of taking over a business and things. Peaks came in and 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 sort of bought Ron Morgan Travel.
0: They did. Yeah. So right back at the beginning of the Peaks journey, Frances yeah. Peak um, set up Peaks Travel Market. I think she called it back in those days from her kitchen table at home wow. at Marsh Hall, uh, kind of wellies and all. Um, and in those days, you had to trade for a certain amount of time before you could get an ABTA license. She first, which is quite a tricky proposal nowadays, because, you know, as a consumer, we all want to be completely bonded and yeah, insured. Yeah. Um, her, she got her ab- to license in 1992. Yeah. So nearly 30 years ago now. Wow. I know. Um, from there, she moved into, you You certainly won't remember this, but in the bottom of the Charles Darwin Center, there was a tiny shop. Um, not much bigger than a cupboard, really. <laughs> uh, so Francis was based there as her first, you know... It's like
1: a desk sort of thing you do. Yeah,
0: it, I yeah. think there were two desks, probably. Yeah. Um, but that was it. Um, so she spent a few years there, moved up into the middle level of the Darwin Centre, kind of prestigious new premises. <laughs> and then in 2001, um, Ron um, already wasn't very well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, sold the business to Francis and Russell Peake. Uh, and within Ron Morgan Travel, which is where I was still at the time... Um, we were luxury, long-haul travel. Um, they bought the business in May, and then September the 11th happened uh-huh. just a few months later. So, of course, people weren't travelling long-haul. People were nervous to, mm-hmm. to kind of shell out the cost of a, of a luxury holiday. Yeah. And so a tricky few years, really. Francis and Russell, you know, we all buttoned down the hatches. We moved to 211 model, our premises at the moment, yeah, but yeah. we were branded still Ron Morgan Travel. And that was uh I guess that was my baby until my human babies arrived. <laughs> uh, so uh had Josh and Hole and then as we uh I think two thousand and eight, the Peaks travel market crew combined with, with my Ron Morgan travel crew, and we uh Peaks Travel Elite was born.
1: So you guys got sort of sort of two peed over to merge together as, yeah. well as
0: part of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And how was that for, at first? Was it was it Awkward for you guys, or do you just move, you just get on get on with each other straight away?
0: We, we, we actually treat it, and we still do as two separate departments. So upstairs is, is long haul, and of yeah. course sometimes luxury, sometimes not, depending on what yeah. the, what the customer need is. And then downstairs we have um, kind of all sorts of general travel sales. Yeah. Uh, of course, we've, we've lots of cruises that we do now. But yeah, I mean, it's tricky, isn't it? Change within a business, change within life, is isn't always easy. No. no. Um, But uh, that was the time when I was, um, I think Holly had just been born in 2008 as we all merged together. So it it had to be the right decision. Mm. Of course, I wasn't around for a little while.
1: It makes sort of sense though. I mean, if you've got like, like you said, the long haul, yeah, your luxury thing and then your general sales coming together bam there you go you've got a, it's like a marriage made in heaven isn't well,
0: it well yeah I know and for, for a few years of course my wings were clipped exotic, exotic travels weren't necessarily um, top of my agenda mm. um, but you know if we fast forward to now we have a team of 14 we have a concierge team so those guys look after all sorts of people um, seat reservations and all the extra bits that we need around our travels we have um, the long haul team short haul team and crews within that so
1: with the, with the luxury travel, um I imagine it can be quite difficult because I mean you get a lot of I don't know, say say a bridezilla who wants the perfect honeymoon Absolutely. you know, and it goes wrong. Say I mean, I know you go to college, you do you go to you do travel and tourism to do this, but mm-hmm. say I was a new starter and I had some lady banging her fist on the table, I want this and you didn't give me this and like, how would you how would you kinda of coach someone through that to deal with that? Because I imagine it must be really intense.
0: It's it is really intense, isn't it? Somebody yeah. shouting in your face in any yeah, environment yeah, yeah, yeah. is especially when
1: they spent thousands of pounds sometimes on, on, no. on, a, on a certain thing totally like, you
0: know. and you know the reality is now I'm managing director of the business and still doesn't mean that I enjoy any kind of that confrontation oh, no. but you know you just have to put your big girl pants on and <laughs> and, and deal with suck it up yeah suck <laughs> it up and try and put your best foot forward and think about actually the, the, the biggest message I would always give to my team is just reverse this for a second if you you are let's hope not Bridezilla but let's you know you are this this customer that has a, an issue mm. how would you want to be dealt with yeah and that maybe is a bit of a life lesson as well isn't it
1: I guess I guess I mean I've <laughs> I've always been lucky enough to kind of avoid those uh, bad the bad experiences with with customers and things uh, but I'd find I'd struggle I'd have to <laughs> I know,
0: absolutely and you know you just can't match that can you you can't certainly can't raise your voice back or anything like that it's about making sure that we can't ever control someone else's behaviour, but we can. Yeah. We can be responsible for our own.
1: Where are your Where are your guys' most sort of popular destinations? Where at the moment, like where where is? Okay. Drawing people so
0: within to? the team, everybody has their kind of a few specialist areas. Yeah. So that specialist knowledge, we've got something bonkers like 230 years' experience between us all. Yeah. So that's cool. I know cool. it's really cool. Um, so we would always try and steer our customers towards the right person. That said, of course, th- there are customers that particularly like to deal with one member of the team. So then we'll just pull in the, the expertise of somebody yeah. that maybe has that particular experience. Um, but trends-wise, uh, I try to stay on top of this quite a lot. after have just released a travel trends report. Um, lots of quirky places. Of course, this was pre um, the uh, military issues of mm. this past yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there were places within that, like Uzbekistan, yeah, um, it's Really up and coming, actually. As, and that started last year. Um, but still, Iceland, super popular. Croatia.
1: Yeah, my mum's been to Iceland twice. I was like, mm. the first time she ever went abroad, she was like, I'm going to Iceland. And I was like...
0: First time she ever went abroad? Yeah, and I was like, well, cool. <laughs> this is pretty cool, actually, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, She enjoyed it. She likes yeah, it. Cool. Yeah, cool.
0: We were also really heavily involved in business to Canada. We're Canadian specialists I love and to we were in lots Canada. of It's just amazing.
1: My best friend is on the Canadian border, He's in Vermont. Okay. So he said he could he could literally throw something off his out of his doorstep and you'd land over the border, you know. Yeah, one so, foot
0: in America, one yeah, foot in Canada. Yeah. I imagine
1: that'd be difficult, but I imagine, you know just being like, Oh, America, Canada, America, I Canada, know. you know, that'd be so cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have um, you ever been? No, I haven't, no. Um, me and him have been friends for a couple of years, and I, I, the plan is at some point to go and get over there. But I've got so many friends in America, I'd have to do like a full tour. Yeah, that's the it's same crazy. responsibility yeah. of this friendship, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, I, 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 I know someone uh, from, from Peaks and it's uh, Sally. Uh, she's, oh, yeah. Well, we've got like a mutual friend, shout out to Sarah and Barry. Yeah, how's it going? Uh, but yeah, I <laughs> know Sally. Um, so you've got a guy who's got different departments, different special special, special specialties.
0: Specialities.
1: Specialities. Mm. I can't talk today. I was podcasting all day yesterday. I've kind of run out of words to say. Well, um, and so, like, what if uh, what if someone's like off sick and that's their area? I guess you guys have got a, a broad
0: absolutely understanding of Yeah, things, there's anyway. there's lots of kind of mm-hmm. overreach, and the team really works super closely together. Sally is um, actually on maternity leave at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Of, yeah. So baby Marla's keeping her busy, but Sally's still involved. Um, I've been talking to her this morning actually. Yeah. So I uh, see Sally. Uh, two three times a week still so that's
1: good um so how things going for you guys at the moment is there anything like coming up for you guys that you want to tell people about
0: well, there's always stuff going on yeah. with
1: us well i was just looking at your website and you got i love the fact that by the way i've written this down here that you you guys kind of keep everybody up to date with kind of where you guys have been on holiday just yeah. to show people there's a human element yeah. to... well i mean
0: we love it you're never going to work in travel to be the richest person in the world you have to have that passion yeah and that's um you know i'm so proud of the, our team because yeah. that's exactly what what everybody kind of embodies really so yeah we
1: i guess you guys must understand more more than anyone that you need a break you, you kind of i get that point where yeah. you need, need to get out there and
0: yeah i think if you go back i don't know maybe let's say 10 years ago and people were deciding okay what will i do this year will we buy a new car or will we have holiday or 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 whereas these days the holiday is actually built into the annual spend it's kind of for those lucky enough anyway um it's kind of become a necessity it's built into the norm and there are a lot you know lots and lots of our customers do three four holidays a year sometimes Mm.
1: It's for me, I can tell. I mean, I know you wrote a thing there the eight signs of um, when you know you need a holiday. I really yeah. enjoyed that. I've just been having a good read of your website now. Oh, that's it's really good. cool. And uh, for me, it's when life gets a bit stagnant, even the, the happiest things around you just kind of feel a bit stick. You know, you're mm-hmm. kind of just in that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's when you kind of like yeah I need a break is
0: something to look forward to it hasn't got to be a great big exotic trip has it no
1: it doesn't I mean I remember <laughs> me and my wife met because we worked at Asda together okay and oh. uh, and we used to go on the um, the, the Christmas uh, sort of parties and things at the Holiday Inn in Telford where we lived yeah. and we'd stay there overnight and it was one of the best nights ever we'd be like oh we're not home we're not." Know, hotel isn't it it's crazy just, just...
0: and there was some such beautiful like we said earlier Shropshire is such a beautiful place you yeah, yeah. don't have to go far yeah. to, to kind of feel that you're totally away from it all so this is our as ever busiest time of the year yeah so jan and feb we've just booked a little um and we do it quite often just our family and our little dog go off to a log cabin with a hot tub just kind of regroup over a weekend
1: that's cool
0: yeah it's fab and you know what it doesn't have to be crazy expensive it's just something to say in my case actually it's you're probably not going to see a lot of mum now for these next few weeks, but we've got this book, so this is what we're focusing so, so on. So
1: this is the time when people are like I've fed up with the cold weather. I'm going to go somewhere hot for you guys. It just yeah, gets crazy. not
0: even necessarily somewhere hot. It's just this is the time of year. Of course, we're probably all whether we're doing veganuary or whether we are I'm doing, doing the keto doing, diet. Oh, just are you? Well, <laughs> oh, well done to you. Uh, dry January, whatever it is. Um, we're generally probably carrying a few more pounds than we would have wanted to. And we haven't got a lot of money. Yeah. So it's that point of, God, it's, you know, the nights are long, the days are short. Yeah. Um, it's not all, I mean, I quite like January, but there's not always a lot of fun to be found in January. So to give, people want that thing to look forward to. There's yeah. also, there's a really great um, incentive to, to book often in January because of tour operator would bring out exclusive offers that would only be valid just for January. Yeah.
1: So please, please buy holiday. <laughs> we need to keep the lights on. Please, but oh, yeah, actually, I know,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Um quite controversially I don't mean to put you on, on the spot but what what are your thoughts on how the, the prices rise during the school holidays and things because I know there's a lot of people that aren't really a big fan of that no, <laughs>
0: that's what a lot of kids I mean get. I'm a parent I'm with you yeah
1: yeah they take their kids out you know during the term times and have to pay the fine and things like that yeah. you, I mean do you think that's sort of fair is there, is, there, is there a way around it eventually or what is your thoughts on that I
0: genuinely don't think there probably ever will be a yeah. way around it so of my 24 year career it's never improved. Mm. Um, and honestly, it's a supply-demand thing.
1: Yeah, I guess, yeah.
0: It, it, you know, um, there are only X amount of hotel beds. There are only X amount of airline seats. I guess if it
1: was uh, achievable for everybody, yeah, it would just fill yeah, up.
0: Yeah, I mean, good, if, it, if you just look within the UK, within a, uh, a holiday park within the UK, if you compare their June price to their July price, that's, as in school holiday yeah. July price, it's, it's a huge difference. You, yeah. c- you can't get a caravan at the seaside for maybe less than 800 quid or something like that we love
1: us on holidays we do yeah
0: absolutely yeah but but but, you know those offers tend whenever there's an offer it won't be within the school holidays because if you stop and put yourself in the in the shoes of that business they can set they can sell it yeah actually if they couldn't sell it at that price then they would have to reduce it but they yeah. don't
1: need to. I mean, when you when you go on those sun holidays, the, the, the park's kind of running at kind of a half capacity it is. anyway, Absolutely. isn't it? It's, like, it's not, not really yeah. bothered. It's kinda of like, We'll put this on, we'll put that on. Whereas yeah. in the summer it's like but I know. You
0: Different know. experience altogether, isn't
1: yeah. it? Have you guys got any, have you got any like sort of highlight um, of things that have happened, things that you remember, like over your years, is there a couple of things that you I don't know, experiences that have happened to you guys something you've done for someone or something that's happened with a customer that you kinda of remember? that comes to mind
0: all, all of the time actually and generally it tends to come from bad news if I'm honest so yeah. things like um, the, the first uh, volcano eruption and with the ash cloud yeah. um, <clears throat> excuse me bringing people home checking in with people making sure that they're safe and doing what we do but sometimes there's not a call for the, the whole our whole level of service it isn't necessarily you know when it runs well yeah. That's all good. Our customers don't need to know all of the extra bits we're doing behind the scenes. When it goes wrong, that's the point when actually they can realize that we are there, that we've got their back, and um, that they are going to get the very best possible resolution.
1: And that comes with your reputation that's been built up over years, I guess. I mean, Yeah,
0: we take that really seriously.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and do you know what? Before I, I mean, I, I, I'm speaking to you guys uh, because of Beth and the guys at Shrop yeah. you know, Shropshire Festivals. festivals oh, well, Shropshire think
0: Festivals, think tank. Beth, I mean, how many businesses those guys got?
1: They're, they're amazing. I love but yeah. them so But so, before before I got talking to them, everybody was like, "You need to speak to Peaks. You need to speak to speak. Really? Loads of people. At least four people. I say loads of people. Loads four. of
0: people. Four. Well, that's yeah, great. I'll take
1: but, that. but you know, generally, people really like you guys. You got a really good reputation. I mean, I guess that took many years to kind of build up. But, you know, with, with yeah, Ron it has. And,
0: yeah definitely and um so I mean, Francis is wasn't born in Shropshire, no. um her husband Russell was, and um it kind of feels like unless you've been in Shropshire for ten years or twenty years, then it doesn't really count <laughs> um, but yeah, we work really hard to make sure that. I don't know our customers. Without our customers, there's there's no room for any kind of arrogance within our world. No, I, I don't feel anyway. Whether somebody is is you know having the most amazing luxury holiday and it's fifty thousand pounds, or somebody is spending five hundred pound, I feel that those regardless that those same values, our whole company ethos should apply. and that's that's what we work really hard at for the whole team the whole team live and breathe that as well yeah so um
1: so uh, that's where the awards come in okay because I read about your awards um let's talk about them what 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 awards have you won because I know they're really special to you guys they
0: are massively special to us so um I guess about five years ago as I started become much more involved in the business Holly was at junior school so I was able to had a bit more time Mm. Um, we started to A, increase our sales um, so to become probably a bit more noticed by by tour operators Um, and as I was aware of kind of the things going on in Shropshire I think really our resource is that we are a community business we are here for our community and then you know that's reciprocated by our community and
1: people can people feel that
0: Good, I hope so.
1: No, I mean, like, with, with everything that goes... If, if you've got a good community spirit in this town, people can sniff that out and they can feel it and yeah. they appreciate it so much. I've seen that yeah. so many times, all the, all the interviews I've done, you know. Mm. It's really important. Yeah. It
0: is massively important. Um, so, we'd won a few small awards and then four years ago, um, the uh, TTG, a uh, travel paper, okay. Travel Trade Gazette, it's full title... Uh, released a different kind of award ceremony. There's loads of awards within travel. Sometimes, if I'm honest, they're just really about who does a lot of business with a particular operator. Yeah. And, you know, that's actually just about um, revenue. It, sometimes it's, 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 it's a promotional
1: there. thing. Yeah, isn't it, like, it yeah, is,
0: really. Yeah. And, that you know, the travel industry, there were just masses and masses of awards. So the TTG decided they want to do something totally different. They introduced something called Top 50. So um, it was going to be the top 50 travel companies within the UK and Ireland. Um, and within that, you, would, you had to put your name into a hat, so you applied, but there was no application process beyond registering. Yeah. Um, and then they would kind of, you then beyond that had to be voted by tour operators, and then you became shortlisted. Once she was shortlisted, the judges came out to our offices and they judged everything really from our customer journey to our accounts to make sure that we were stable, to our staff, to our ethos, to our marketing activity. How good the coffee
1: tastes. Yeah, do you know, literally
0: (laughs) everything. Uh, Interviewed members of our team, interviewed some customers, uh, really rigorous. So year one, the, the very first year they'd ever done it, we were totally overwhelmed to have won um, best travel agency in the central region of, of the UK
1: wow I know hey, big news that's amazing
0: yeah fab so that was year one year two we were invited we hadn't actually put in for it we thought oh we've won it once Will that you know maybe that's enough for us here in little Shropshire
1: that'll do us we're
0: happy um, but the editor said Peach Travel we haven't seen your, your entry and people are asking for you oh okay so in we go again and not expecting to win, but we won it. So that was just amazing. Wow. I know. Year three, wow. we put in, and then actually couldn't eat our dinner on the evening. So it's a really glitzy, glamorous event. Um, I couldn't eat my dinner because it was kind of, what if we don't win? You know, what will that do to my team? Kind of turns into this awful... Oh, we de-
1: winning now, we need to... No,
0: know, it's like a horrible demotivational thing then, isn't it? Yeah. So then we, last year, we'd actually decided we weren't going to do it. Again, the editor gets in touch. I think I was out of the country and the team got in touch with me to say, Pippa Jacks, the editor, has been in touch and saying, come on, we need you guys in it. Um, I said, oh, gosh, I don't know. You guys take a vote. I'll go democracy. I'll go with with whatever, wh- you, guys whatever you guys say. So the vote was to go in. In we went. We were shortlisted. um, Jen, the assistant editor, came out and interviewed us and um, fully expected, honestly, not to win. Because actually, what's this going to do to the rest of the people? Of course, they're
1: not... not... for it. Not, not, not for you. Yeah, it's
0: just not going to work, is it? So we won Central England. We were like, wow, this is amazing. But then, kind of 15 minutes later, we were back on stage collecting the, the top award for all of the UK and Ireland
1: that must feel amazing
0: amazing and emotional and there are some really funny pictures of francis and i kind of jumping around on the stage and um, not being very ladylike at all but definitely embracing the the moment and just shows how much it means to us it's massive
1: i mean you've been doing this for a while beg beg my pardon you've been doing this for a while but Mm. i mean that must mean so much to have been doing it for so long to finally get something for it especially when you're driving the team you know yeah
0: yeah, massively. And just to bring that back to the team, because it's all about the team. It's not my award. It's not Francis's award. It's, it's, the, it's the work of the team that's yeah, made that happen. Yeah. And, I, you know, we, we all work together. Ultimately, of course, I have to make a decision, but it's, it's, a, it's a team effort, 100%.
1: Well, congratulations to everybody at Peaks Thanks. for for doing that. You know, if you're listening to this, which you probably might. Uh, well done, well done, and it means something to the town that you you've gone and done that. You know, we've got we've got Peaks Travel.
0: I know, and that's you the know. really lovely thing. Customers say, "So we say so this award, say so it's the best in Shropshire. No, no, it's best in the UK. So not just the West Midlands." no all of the uk but that doesn't include london no it does It's it's actually everywhere it's a massive deal has
1: it had an effect then the, the, way, the since you started winning these awards mm-hmm. as, have people started coming in like oh we've heard you
0: yeah you. I, th- I well i hope so um we, we've definitely grown we, yeah. we only want to grow in small levels yeah. we want to keep want it to get... no absolutely it's not not ever going to be we don't want lots of branches we will only ever have one branch yeah. um what we do now is really i just hope that we can we can there's always ways to improve it mm-hmm. we can sharpen up and try and always give the best very best to our customers
1: what about the uh, the competition online because uh, i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm really sorry but we we book a lot online okay. i mean, it's a lot easier Okay I apologize for, us. for that um how do you guys do all that do you guys can you go can you book online with Peaks as well or can
0: No uh, quite honestly there are lots of people Technology providers that come to us to say, We, we need to make your website bookable.
1: Mm.
0: If I'm really honest, it, it kind of um, contradicts everything that we stand for.
1: And I, I, I feel that. I mean, when I think about travel agents, like, I think, I just remember like the last time I a travel agent, has been absolutely freaked about freaked out about how fast this girl could type.
0: Mm. First of all, that's that's <laughs> a
1: crazy travel agent <laughs> where they type, uh, and it is a the, the the customer agent experience is 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 quite special. It's quite nice, especially okay. when they they find that moment that moment when they find something for you, and you're like, <gasps> yeah, and it's booked. Mm.
0: I it, know, it and and that's it really. There is, of course, there are still people that think of the travel agent of. Um, Oh, I can't think. It's David Walliams' sketch. The computer, <laughs> computer says, says no. no, absolutely. <laughs> and there is no room for it for a rubbish travel agent these days. If you, if you were rubbish, you wouldn't exist because you wouldn't have customers coming to you because there is such an online presence. Yeah. If you don't want personal advice, and you're quite confident, you can do it online. Sometimes we can um, offer the same value as online. Sometimes we can't. It all it all depends on on the time of year on where it's going on on various different intricacies yeah yeah um if i also though if i'm really honest we can't be the best and the cheapest
1: no so we have to decide yeah
0: where are we going to go with this if we're if we're going to continue to invest in our team with the training and make sure we're working with quality operators we probably then can't be the cheapest
1: i think people probably understand that though i mean you know if you, if you, if you, I mean, I always say to my wife, was don't buy the, the the store brand, don't buy, get the next one up. Next I mean, one up, yeah. it's the
0: same on the wine list, isn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, um, it's a great analogy actually. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, you guys are awesome. Um I was gonna say something, and I can't I, my mind is just poof, it's everywhere mm. today um what's what's the summer looking like for you guys, and what's like everyone talking about this the summer where where's that the most booked destination? For well, you guys? our
0: focus for this year is um we always do lots of cruising as well as the rest of our holidays, yeah. so that's that will be a focus, but we're also um we're invest, investing in the team with lots of um what we call touring and adventure. Um, experience so um, that is one of the fastest growing markets particularly within Shropshire because of our our demographic I suppose Um, not everybody now wants to just um, fly and flop as we call it It doesn't sound uh, it's not how everybody wants to think about their holiday but that's how we what we would term it in the team Um, so touring and adventure market is something that we're really focusing on doesn't have to be jumping off the building. doesn't have to be trekking up a mountain. Adventure or touring kind of combined. Hiking up really.
1: Runyon Canyon or something. Like, yeah, yeah it
0: doesn't even yeah. have to be that. You know, it, the, the touring and adventure market suits absolutely everybody. It's there, there are family adventures where you can go to Sri Lanka, you can stay in a mud hut for a night, you can then go to a beautiful hotel with a massive swimming pool and the kids can go nuts. Nice, nice. Then you can finish with a Dow cruise in the Indian Ocean. Um, you, of course, there are there is the traditional coach touring holiday. Which still does still have a market. There are people um, that have maybe traveled a lot for work, um, driven, they don't want any of that responsibility. They literally want to be collected from home, swish through an airport, off they go, and have their adventure and be looked after every step of the way.
1: Everybody loves a good adventure, I feel. Anyway, yeah. I mean, like we missed out on this amazing trip opportunity. My wife is from Colombia, so we, we go to Colombia. Oh, wow. The one year we were going to go um to this place it's a, a real nice hotel but then you, you you cycle for a few days and you go over the brazilian border and then you go into a bit of the amazon rainforest mm. and then you, you like you come back and then you go amazing uh, it's like real nice sort of four-day excursion yeah we never went and I'm, I'm always kicking myself so maybe one day maybe,
0: maybe one day maybe but maybe one day. you know adventures it's like luxury it's in the eye of the beholder Mm. so actually what does luxury mean to you what does adventure mean to you every possibility it means something totally different to me to the next person and to the next person I've
1: just got I've got so much energy sometimes if we go on like I don't know a beach holiday somewhere I'll just be like Sat there like... Oh, it's got to be something oh, else. I can't, I, I can't just sit by a pool for yes. like seven days, you know. No, absolutely. We like to go on a boat ride or we like to go this, that. Well, yeah, and exactly.
0: We, like we all need a couple of days just yeah. to kind of catch up. But yeah. then I think we're, we're generally ready to move on, aren't we? What's but there are food adventures. There's all sorts of brilliant... Food things. adventures? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I
1: guess, yeah, I mean...
0: We're putting together a tour actually for this year around Vietnam with a oh. food focus. <laughs> so we'll we'll tell everybody more about that. At I can fest.
1: imagine what that looks like. Actually, I've seen the pictures.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know absolutely. So later this month, the other stuff we've got coming up, we have got an Australasia event within our wow. office. Um, on actually, it's the first of February. We are promoting Latin America on the 29th of February, um, and yeah, lots more to come.
1: How's the um the disaster in Australia affecting you guys at the moment
0: well we have some people there actually um, that we're staying in touch with we've had to reroute some people yeah, um, and, and change plans uh, yeah it's just I kind of don't know probably any other industry that every event in the world probably impacts on as travel
1: I bet you see someone on the news in the morning while you're getting ready for work or something. you're like oh the work's going to be a nightmare
0: oh no it's like <laughs> alright come on quick let's get let's get straight to work What's the
1: most bizarre place and the most bizarre things you guys do then? Cause, I mean, there's all sorts you can do. When you, when you think about travel and tourism, things like that, the dark tourism thing is just going up, up, up. People doing crazy things like going to like Chernobyl, things like that. Yeah. I mean, do you guys, have you guys experienced anything like that? I mean, I know you do luxury.
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, but it's not just luxury that we do. We do... Essentially, we do whatever our customers want us to do. Yeah. So we're not precious about that in any way. So yes, there, there's a real um, increase in, in um, kind of Chernobyl. Um, you can either do that as a kind of city break or as a, as a full tour. But even things like Krakow, yeah, um, yeah. that there's always, you know, that add on to that. And, and I think it's kind of a bigger responsibility and a bigger conversation rather, than, and responsibility probably on our behalf mm. to have, um, you know, this isn't a glitzy day out to auschwitz N- we yeah. need to maybe i do want
1: to go to auschwitz but that's because i made friends with simon bell a local author and he's saying you need to go you need to experience uh, it just just to are. feel how sad it is because we do lots of talks about about that um which is which is good it's it, you know but yeah Obsessive i can imagine why people yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: absolutely yeah. if you can take it in the way yeah. in the way that it's intended mm-hmm. really
1: is there any shout outs you want to give um on this episode to sort of say thank you to people that you work with or work for. Or...
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, massive shout out to all of our customers and everybody that supported us to enable us to become award-winning. Yeah. Um, to Beth and the Crazy Festival team for um, persuading us to become part of that. Yeah, um, It's really brilliant to bring us out into the community that we get to, you know, see some new faces. Yeah. Um, most importantly, probably my team.
1: Yeah. It sounds like they work incredibly hard. They
0: do. They're really doing hard. what
1: they do. I mean, they all look very smiley, they all look very really happy, and they're award winning as well. So, look, listen, guys, I mean, if you've never booked with, with Peaks Travel Elite, they are on model. Um, you, you can see them. Just up from Lakeland, isn't it? Just down from Lakeland. Just down from
0: Lakeland, Lakeland yeah.
1: That's it. Uh, make sure you give them a, a, a check because, like, like Claire says, you know, they're not, not the cheapest, but that's because you get a great experience with them, and, and you get what you pay for. Um, so make sure you pop in and have a look, and, and you know, you can get a great experience, find somewhere to go. Um, is there anything else you want to add on this before we close close up? If it, anything else, you want? If
0: only that we would always welcome someone to give us a try. So, yeah. so you've said there we might, we might not be the cheapest, but we might.
1: I think it's a good thing. I think it's a really good yeah. thing. You know. Tour
0: operators that we work with, we've got brilliant relationships with. So we work really closely with something called ATO, Association of Independent Travel Organisers. Yeah. Tour operators have to work really hard just to become part of that kind of exclusive group. Okay. So um, it is... So, of course, the bonding thing, that we've not really talked about. But yeah. uh, as far as um, making sure that our customers are totally looked after the very best possibility you're n- you're not just a booking reference number you know you're out yeah and that and isn't that what we all want yep, so that, absolutely and that reflects our ethos so it kind mm-hmm. of makes our life a bit easier quite honestly but it also um ultimately the big thing is about making sure it's the very best prospect for our customer
1: but there's a certain quality isn't there you got to you got to be to be part of that so that, that's yeah
0: it is it's account. like a really specialist badge so we're yeah. part of ato and the tour operators that we work with well, we can work with anybody we actually have something crazy like 600 tour operators that we can work with yeah we don't want to work with all of them of course we don't because they're not always the right thing but yeah. um if they are then we're always open to it's quality not ideas. quantity absolutely totally, absolutely,
1: absolutely. Thank you so much for sitting with me. This has All been right. really nice. Nice to chat to you. I know. I mean, we like getting, we like to talk to successful, independent, you know, people. Like the story of 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 Ron, Moore, of Peaks. You know, started off in, you know, in the house. That, does, that inspires me a lot. I mean, this mm. started off in my, my wife's kitchen table, my, my wife's kitchen table, you know, so th- there's always... for
0: acorns, though, hey? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> now now we're here. So yeah. thank you very much for, for joining me. Thank you very um, much for having me. Yeah, it's been great. Um, guys, make sure you um, give this episode a like and a share and make sure you check out our sponsors that are gin different. Um, give them a check on Facebook. And if you want to uh, check out us on our website you can you can find us at um dot you can listen to our audio directly off the website you don't have to download an app you can play the audio close your phone get on with your day it's really quite cool that um website and uh yeah thank you very much and uh, we'll catch you next time
0: thank you very much
1: peace out